0: good morning jerry good morning brother john it's my brother Uh and i'll cry if i want to cry if i want. want go ahead dear okay it's bad it's bad i've got it bad what can i say i've got it bad today
1: you don't have it bad you always are that way that's your constant state so don't Blame it on temporary s- insanity.
0: Man of constant sorrow. Is that it?
1: Oh dear.
0: Whatever it takes. Hey, what are you wearing, shirt-wise?
1: I am wearing, um, my wolf shirt. Your wolf live. shirt. Yeah, the wolf shirt, the one. Live
0: the wolf. Oh, I said you said. I thought you said wool, and I was going to go. Wow, did we have a wolf t-shirt? That's yeah, it's just
1: me stumbling, bumbling. Oh, no. But, Come on, now. That's my correctly. job. I'm
0: I'm supposed to beat up on myself,
1: not you. Live I here, you. I... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I get it. Okay, I live here, too. Yeah, I get it. Okay, okay. I live here, too, shirt. Yeah, I'm trying to read okay. yeah, upside so down the challenge. Who is it?
0: You know, now, I, I thought, well, yeah, I'm having trouble with this. Maybe I'll hey, just stand listen. in my head. But then I noticed the T-shirt was still upside down.
1: And I'll tell you what, don't ask me to read on what's what's on the back of it. I really have challenges with that. Okay, we won't go there. We won't go there. This is the T-shirt.
0: That, uh, yeah, this is a we, T-shirt we that has some
1: week. history in it that I'm afraid at this point in the show, I'll have to spend just a, a brief time, very brief, apologizing to my client, Center for Humans and Nature, oh. for giving him a hard time last week. I pointed out the fact that I've been wearing this shirt, and I have washed it several times in, in, in the interim. Worn it to staff meetings, to social hours, etc. You know, stuck my chest out proud in the sun, in the in the light, and uh, nobody's noticed it. So yesterday, no, last no week, no one, nobody, zero zilch, nobody. Okay. So I got very very upset with it and went way beyond the bounds of of good behavior by calling my client, which is is the center for humans in nature. I called them. Be self centered for humans and nature. Um, And I want to retract that. Um, They're a decent group that is doing the best they can under insurmountable odds, trying to, you know, make things work in a way that only they can do. Right. So I want to apologize for that. And I also want to apologize to to you, producer, the Bro Show, for making such a big deal about the wonderful contribution we're going to provide. To the center as a result of the the t-shirt sales, I felt a need since I gave more money than you did to have it broken down so I could actually look better than you. But I've decided that in the, in the, uh, for the sake of modesty, I am going to say the contribution is from the bro show.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So don't do any more arithmetic. You know, the reason I did it I'm not that good at algebra.
0: That's a reason. Oh, that <laughs> <You're> not, that's <laughs> I've I've lost my algebra skill to figure it, it out. Oh wow! Well, so wait a minute. Let me let me process for the people listening here. In other words, we sold two t shirts because we each bought one and the proceeds yeah. went to the Center for Humans in Nature. You you, as the accountant for the Center for Humans in Nature, got the check <laughs> from Bonfire. And right. now you have to present the check to your boss and delineate right. where the money came from. Came from, so she can send a
1: thank you note.
0: So you're going to say the $10 extra you gave, because you gave more than I did, came from the bro show and the other monies came from each of us buying a I am picture. going to Is consider it?
1: it all one big package. I don't have to let anybody oh? know I gave extra money. That's how modest I am. Um, <laughs> but so you just, just
0: did. You just did.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't.
0: <laughs> you just did. Oh. I, okay, I'm, all right.
1: Alright. Oh did, I guess I should have phrased it did. in a way I didn't talk about all this stuff. But believe me, yeah. my, my boss is probably let's just say that I'm gonna let them know that the bro show gave the money. And oh. uh, we're not gonna get into deets as to who gave more than the other, because that's what you call sibling rivalry, and I don't I'm not gonna <laughs> stoop not. to that level which I've done so many times <laughs> before.
0: Wow. This is like a meal culpa <laughs> day. Okay, absolvo. That's it. That's all I got to say about it. I'm. I'm All right, you are forgiven. Yeah. Thank you. You didn't even have to do any hail marys or anything. You're fine. Okay. So that was (sighs) interesting. This work uh, this week, you know, our sponsor for this show is support our musicians. Right. T-shirt hosted by Bonfire, created by the Bros, and what this does is this raises money for musicians who are out of work, sick, going deaf, or on drugs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, uh, that's a deal. I, I just I'll, want to let I'm everybody it, know John. that
1: you have a T-shirt for that organization. I do, right? but I'm wearing it. I'm and wearing it. I don't, which is okay because I have one. I have the wolf shirt, so we're equal here. And okay. so you talk about the musicians, and I totally respect and feel that it's a worthwhile cause. But mm-hmm. I will defer to you with respect to talking about it because you know I will talk about the the, the Center for Humans wolf and Nature. T-shirt. The wolf t-shirt, okay, all right. et cetera.
0: Alright. Wow, we're really cooking. Are hey, you ready yeah. for a rat story, buddy? You ready for a rat?
1: Oh man, this is, this is a, this is a really good one. It's, it's one that when you kind of unravel it, it's, it's got a ways to go to get to the rat, but it's well worth it. Um oh, yeah. Ed Roth, Ed Big Daddy Roth, uh, Ratfink. Uh, it, it was a, yep. Yeah, it, it kind of, I like the way I, I watched the, uh, the video. That is, mm. um, yeah. poor, poor Big Daddy Roth passed away, so John Goodman had to sub as his voice in this wonderful uh, uh, movie, little, I wouldn't know what you call it, documentary or not, but it's really good, animated to some extent.
0: And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah.
1: So we have a link to it, the film, yeah. and I totally yeah, recommend do. it. I watched it this morning at 4 o'clock and didn't fall asleep, so I think it's worthwhile. Mm. Um, it's an hour
0: and 14 minutes long. Yeah, it's free. If you have Amazon Prime, uh, you will get it for free. Otherwise, I think it probably costs a couple bucks. It's not. It cost three
1: dollars and ninety nine cents. I had
0: to fork over the bucks. Oh wait a minute, that's a fair amount of money. I'm a little surprised that I thought it would be a little. It wasn't nice. even oh.
1: a, a didn't even have a lower amount for
0: for uh, for
1: standard. Uh, what do you call it? You know the SD version. Oh, you know okay, you usually a get a standard,
0: l- Yeah, low def. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, that's hey, interesting. I-
1: yeah, I would yeah. like to start this out by talking, remembering the first time I heard Fink. And it had to do with yeah. a show called Davy Crockett. And there was a uh, villain in it, it that there were two shows his name was, uh, that he was featured in. And his name was Mike Fink. And he played yeah. this sort of like a, he was a river, uh, guy. Yeah. who was just, uh, he was just an incorrigible yeah. character. And that's you the low-box. first time I heard Fink. And then yeah. from there, I heard Fink used a lot by Steve Allen in his a talk show. And yeah. somewhere in there morphed Rat Fink, which yep. w- makes a lot of sense because uh, R- Rat Fink is, as an informer, a person who basically is stooly, a guy yeah. who informs. And so it kind of goes, you got to Fink, which is an incorrigible character, and you rat it on somebody, sort of like you dirty rat, uh, yeah. which we've already talked about. So all of a sudden yeah. you got Rat yeah. Fink. But yeah, what's you do. good about this is we 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 use the term. But what happened with Ed Big Daddy Roth is he's a, he goes one step further, and all of a sudden we have a character, a cartoon or a uh, this an actual drawing of what this rat will look like, which he Ooh. felt at a point in time to put it on T-shirts, which I thought was really cool.
0: Yes. Now there's a couple of interesting things about this. Uh, this rat think business, uh, you know, the legend of the rat think, you know, tale of the rat think. It's pretty good to watch that movie. It gives you a lot of background, but there's a lot of reading on this subject too. There's a couple different books on this thing. Uh, his wife and his kids maintain a museum and keep his artwork alive and stuff like that. Uh, all his work he did. Now, he was part of the hot rod culture that developed in the 1950s. Uh, he was one of those guys who flunked everything except art and auto shop in high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was one of those guys who did drag racing around town, you know, Uh, and then was also one of those guys who was part of the movement to have legal drag racing outside of a town and not, you know, run over people. I thought that was very thoughtful. And so he's a a character. He's a a funny looking guy. Like a lot of people in the 1950s, he had a goatee. And uh, he had a uh, close-set small eyes and a very large nose he looked a little like the rat he drew so yeah uh, if you right. take
1: a look at the rat i mean it's what he did is he he's from uh southern california so as a result he had this sort of disneyland uh in his face yeah. all the time and he got frustrated with it so so he wanted to do something was the antithesis of mickey mouse so he what that's he did is it. he decided to make a rat that had the worst qualities that you could put in a drawing and, yeah. I mean, this this rat looked like uh, what you would expect to, to see uh, a rat look like it was hung over the, the yes. morning after.
0: Yeah.
1: I think one of the things I noticed as I was watching is that uh, this rat's idea of a good supper was basically to pick some sort of creepy Lies. crawling thing that was on him and just pl- pick it off of his body and then just and suck he, it up as a meal. Uh, you got a feeling he, feel like he could pick dry. something. What's that?
0: Did oh, gasoline. Yeah, dry. gasoline.
1: Or oil. Yeah. yeah, oil I meant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling that he did. could have actually, um, he could have picked something out of his assinated.
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't, now you can't, I can't unsee that. Because this rat is really grotesque. But he, he kind of looks like he's, <laughs> he's Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that look and he, he likes to drive very fast cars. And so, Big Daddy Roth drew the rat bank. And he drew a lot of hot rods and stuff like that. He used airbrushes. He just started doing it at uh, shows and stuff and drag races, and it caught on. And it became a whole thing. Anyway, so that's the late 1950s, early 1960s. Ed Big Daddy Roth, we love you, buddy. Uh, He passed away in 2001, uh, reached the age of uh, 69. Yep.
1: I'm a little sad
0: about that. Do you have a word?
1: uh polemic uh p-o-l-e-m-i-c uh it's a word which i've heard several times as we are nearing the end of this presidential election campaign it the definition is it's a it's controversial as an adjective or as a noun it could be a controversial argument oh, so i used as oh. a sentence and we're not going to cast any in fact i you could, you could no. put both candidates in this Uh, (laughs) Both candidates in this because, you know, the 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 accusations are flying both directions. The political candidate launched a polemic attack accusing the opponent of criminal acts. Does that sound familiar?
0: That (laughs) does does sound sound. familiar. You're right. That go on a lot. Yeah, Yeah. it's going both ways. That's that's. yeah. Yeah.
1: So I my source was presidential campaign rhetoric. Uh,
0: I'll just watch good, a debate. Good source. I think you'll get the idea. <laughs> yeah, you certainly will. Okay, let's let's do two, two, two takes, John. Let's talk about the Lincoln Project. What do you say?
1: Yeah, the Lincoln Project. Uh, the Lincoln Project is a PAC, a political action committee, which is a tax ex- uh, organizational structure. Is, it's a non? It's a tax exempt organization that is uh, formed for the purpose of collecting contributions for a political candidate, a cause, legislative action, a variety of things. Uh, so that's the, the basis upon which it's done about. And this one called the Lincoln Project was formed in late 19 uh, to 2019 for the purpose of dethroning our current president. Um, that's correct. But so it does a more than that. Doesn't it? it does more than that. I mean, they're working also on Senate, uh, but I mean, their primary purpose is to. I mean, right now we're sitting with the Senate is at fifty three forty seven, and we'd need yeah. a modest swing in 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 that. And there's like I think thirty five races going as we speak that'll be decided on election yeah. day. So yeah, they're looking at some of them. They're trying to be very selective because uh, their primary purpose at this point is to. Uh, is to basically get Trump out of office. And I think, uh, what I find with this, this group that's interesting is that the members of these, this group are all Republicans who work behind the scenes. They're the campaign managers, the, the political consultants, the heads of uh, state Republican parties, all these people. Talking heads too. Yeah, there can be talk. It's a, it's a, it's a bunch of people who are are primarily non-elective. They're, they're not they're not people that have held office, but they've been right. in the they've been in the in the, you know, in the throes of, of campaigns. They know what it's all about. And some of them yep. even worked too close to President Trump. So that's kind of where they got burned or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting of one of them is George Conway. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Because right. his his wife right now is a is a presidential advisor to Trump. So I don't know where that marriage is going, but, uh, that'll Kellyanne, be interesting. Kellyanne. Yeah, you know what, it could, yeah. it, it, uh, you know, one That's of these days what? when we get on the other end of whatever we're in the middle of, it'll be interesting to see it? if they, yeah, well, I don't know what it is at this well, We could what maybe have it? a good movie, you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. About yeah. this. Maybe. Maybe.
1: But I think that, uh, there's a couple of observations I'll make about it. Uh, number Go one, ahead. I think that the, they're, they're, they're really when it comes to who is their audience, I think they really, there's like, their audience can be divided into two parts. One of them is all these people that are maybe undecided, etc. but their primary audience that they're striving to attract is Trump. Well, The best thing they feel that they can do is to get Trump to react to them and say things. Because That's if right. Trump has to say something, because they have put together some ads, and I think... What they've decided to do is they're saying, well, you know, Biden's a pretty nice guy. He can, he's only going to say so much, but we're going to, we're going to kind of, we're not going to go down to Trump's level, but we're going to go that direction a little bit. And yes, we're going to, we're going to put some things that are, that are, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty stark, pretty real, mm. pretty drastic in terms yeah. of what they do. And I think that's their purpose is to, to fit that niche, which they feel that Biden, uh, you know, being Mr. Nice Guy doesn't want to trying to get himself dirty like trump does with dirty politics so right. yeah i i would also say that lincoln project comes from the fact that lincoln as our president was trying to unify the nation so their idea is unity they wanted to they uh, wanted this divisiveness that we find ourselves in the midst of so i'm not so sure you know they're they're more interested at this point let's not get too far ahead of ourselves let's let's concentrate on our task at hand which is the getting rid of the president but i i look to them possibly you know i listen to some of their podcasts and they've got some thoughts about you know once the election happens it's not necessarily over we might have to basically send the secret service into the white house the day after the inauguration and yank them out of the out of there you know a yeah. them yeah. yeah I think an eviction yeah. notice would be the kind of thing they'll have to do for they're anticipating that could be the case so yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah so that's kind of it for me I mean maybe
0: you can give me what you feel about it okay here's my take on this thing uh, yes your your depiction of the Lincoln project is correct sir now my my, my favorite guy uh, is a guy who just did an ad for them two days ago and that's Michael Steele he's the former. Director of the Republican Committee, uh, Republican uh, R C C, as it call it, R or something C, anyway, Republican
1: uh, campaign committee or something. Or?
0: That's it, R C C. Yeah, they're, they're the campaign committee. The guys who try and get all the Republicans elected. He was the head dude of that back when, just I think George Bushish kind of time. Uh, mm-hmm. Good guy. He's on, on Morning Joe quite a bit as a as a commentator, and uh, he did a very nice and credible ad indicating he's a lifetime Republican, gonna vote. Democrat, going to gonna vote for Joe Biden in particular. Now, what I find is interesting about this whole phenomenon, that includes George Conway as well, is that they are, as you said, just dipping a little below the nice guy line. They're not hitting below the belt. Everything they say is true, but they're using a lot of emotional ploys, a lot of imagery, and a lot, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. I think they've dumbed, dumbed down and meaned down the argument just a little bit. Uh, and I understand why they're doing it, but I don't think it's necessarily true. And they are trying to get get Republicans, moderate Republicans, to swing over and do this. And I think using Lincoln as their imagery, indicating unify the country, although their tactics aren't totally unifying, I believe that what they're trying to achieve is, because here's why. After the dust settles, there's going to be a fair number of centrist Republicans who are going to say to Joe Biden, we helped you get elected. So don't be mean to us. You know, help out these, you know, the Republicans that are left standing and that are, are among us, like Mitt Romney and these guys. You know, show a little respect and things like that and go both ways, be bipartisan. And so I think they're going to play the bipartisan card after this is all over, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. So uh, a thumbs up on the Lincoln Project. I can't watch too many of them. I can't watch too many campaign things at all the season. It just it's just too much for me. It, oh, it's the same thing over and over. I didn't even and know they were negative. There was some...
1: I don't I haven't watched any ads yet. I've I've been yeah, there, my,
0: there my record's perfect. You, you are doing well. Yeah. I watched a few of these Lincoln things. Because it's part of the show. Part of my homework. Well so, Mr okay. Producer,
1: I appreciate yeah. the fact you did your homework. I'm gonna have to raise my hand and say yeah. I didn't do it completely as well as I didn't do it as well as you
0: did. Okay. Oh,
1: but I listened so to a podcast. Okay. Did you do that?
0: No. Okay. okay then no. we're even. We're even. Okay. Equilibrium has been reached. How about, we got groaners today. Let's hear them, John. What do you got? You
1: got Well, one? I've got one groaner today uh, because What's you have uh, asked to supply one yourself. So my groaner comes from Vincent Anthony Lauter, Jr., commonly referred to as The Coach. The Coach. And he supplies me with four groaners of which I have to make the difficult decision as to which of these I am going to be giving. So here we go. Okay. What do you call a knight who's afraid to fight?
0: A knight who's afraid to fight. But that rhymes. I like that.
1: Yeah. I don't know, John. Nice. I don't
0: know. I don't He's know. called
1: Sir Render that is
0: excellent. I like that. That's good, <laughs> I will let Vince know it you like it. wasn't that funny. It wasn't that funny. You take it easy. Okay. Oh, sorry, I thought I accomplished
1: mission accomplished. You went a little too well, far. Well, let's you see. You sounded <laughs> like the
0: rat pink there for a
1: minute. <laughs> what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to cool my jacks because you are going to yep. give one, and this is not a contest to see who has the best groaner. I don't think I can do like that since already. this groaner was provided to you by Who?
0: This was provided by my lovely wife, Mary Jane oh, no. uh, Mara, her maiden name. Her current name is Mary Jane Daniels. And, uh, yes, we've been married 47 years.
1: And I would so never here. cross your wife. So, as a result, I am mm-hmm. not about to say my growner is better than hers. And not, I haven't even heard it yet.
0: Well, it's so, not even your groaner. It's
1: not. It's it's I just groaner. said I'm not going
0: to. What's that? You presented oh, the my groaner. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I okay. guess
1: I've been too possessive. Uh, I apologize, mm-hmm. Mr. Producer. Mm-hmm. Again, my self comes you're,
0: You are so contrite today. I can't believe it. This is weird. Are you okay? Yeah. You okay? Oh, well. No, that doesn't, that every doesn't other does okay. You know,
1: every once a year or something, it's not
0: that bad. Oh, all right. Go all right, ahead. So here's, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. ready. ready Why was the clam so greedy? Why was the what? The Clam.
1: Clam, C L A M, okay.
0: I was clam Clam so so greedy.
1: Why was the clam so greedy? I don't know.
0: Because it's a little shellfish.
1: You know, I I knew Shell was in there. There you go. That's very good. That's outstanding. I it's right up there. It is a good groaner. Yeah, the shellfish. It's sort of like my surrender. Yeah, except it's 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 it's. it's I, I I'd have to give it. In fact, just for pop for politics' sake, I'm going to say that groaner is better than the one I presented.
0: <laughs> oh man, you kind of pulled that punch a little bit, didn't you?